new series, the Express Yourself um, podcast is focused on the topic of mental health. We are here to encourage people to talk um, and that it is okay to ask for help and to find ways to stimulate mental wellness through coping mechanisms, through any good habits that you might find um, or any new rituals that will kind of help you get to a better space. And the reason I'm really excited about this podcast is because it is the purest expression in terms of content creation of the Earth Mode mission. Um, so really looking to help the gaming community when it comes to kind of mental health awareness and um, improvement in that area. So welcome to Miss Sybil. Thanks so much for being our first guest and kind of jumping at the chance to um, join in this conversation. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. Um, so for those at home who don't know me and Sybil, um, we met through a community for um, uh, new streamers called DTR. So shout out to, to DTR. Um, and yeah, Miss Sybil was the first to reply when I, when I told everyone what I was doing. I said, look, if anyone wants to get involved, within five minutes, Miss Sybil was like, yep, I'm, this, is a, this is a really worthwhile course. So let's, um, let's do this. So yes, very excited for this podcast. I think it's. I think it speaks a lot um, about who you are as a person, and what I love about you, from what I've experienced so far, is that you're always bringing the positive vibes, which is what I like to express as well, as much as possible. Absolutely. I don't know how many times I say positive vibes in a single day, but um, the more I say it, the more I feel it. Um, yeah, and unfortunately, I don't get to see many of your streams because you're streaming around 2 a.m berlin time but i have watched a few yeah. of your vods and you bring a lot of energy and you're always having a good time which is uh, which is always good to see <laughs> thank you for that yeah i try definitely keep it positive always positive vibes yo um so <laughs> t tell us a little bit about your kind of your your twitch channel and what you're what you're trying to do there um, well, with me, guys, uh, first off, I am a variety streamer. I stream pretty much anything and everything. Uh, some games I'm a little better at than others, but, you know, whatever, I'm just mostly about having fun. I love interacting with my chat. Um, even if people come in and they ask me to play games that I've never tried before, you know, if I have it or if I can get it, I will. Um... First and foremost, I'm just about engaging with everybody in the community and um, just having some fun playing some games. I am, you know, more into first person shooters, I would say, as a first choice for me. Always been a Call of Duty kind of person. But um, yeah, I'll play anything. I'm always looking forward to trying new games. And I, I've recently started to um, do more of these podcasts and, uh, maybe going to be doing some in real life streams and you know some different content outside of gaming so yeah if, if it's streamable i'll do it i just really love engaging with everybody that's awesome yeah i, I love the engagement part of of twitch is is kind of yeah. what got me in into it i love talking about video games and i don't really have too many people to talk to about it but i also love the fact that you've got so many different genres now which you can Kind of stream whether it's fitness or art or music 
Um, there's so many different things, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and you can use you can use Twitch to actually um you know engage yourself in some different things, like you know with the Twitch sayings and like you were mentioning the the fitness. Uh, so interacting with other people that have a um, you know, they like you know those same those same kind of um hobbies you know you can you can do different things which is really great you know engaging on different levels not just video games yeah so it's really nice to explore all the different areas you can on twitch cool what, what was it that got you into gaming in the first place um well you know it's i've always been into video games but more so is just kind of like a backseat kind of hobby. Um, I remember specifically when Modern Warfare 3 came out. That was when I first really got into Call of Duty. And ever since then, I just kind of went way more on a hardcore gaming level and really started meeting more people in the gaming community, actually getting into chats and everything, not just running around solo. Um, that was really for me when it all began and ever since then it's just escalated you know into streaming and everything else um, so yeah that's that's kind of where the journey began for me that's cool though that it's um, a community thing for you because I think my personal experience was, was quite a single um, it was quite a singular experience for me until I got into streaming and started kind of building networks and meeting new people. So, um, yeah, everyone has their own experience when it comes to gaming. And it's, it's always good to hear when it's kind of more community led. Yeah. And it wasn't always like that for me. I mean, I started playing solo games. I never even thought about talking to other people. Um, but yeah, once that game came out, I really started getting into it and was like, you know, I would probably do better if I could communicate with my teammates. So <laughs> it kind of encouraged me to take that step. And then it was just, you know, sky was the limit from there. <laughs> it really does help, right? I, I played played a bunch of Fortnite, a bunch of Overwatch in the past. I'm just there, not with my mic mm. on, not having the same level of experience that you might have if you do have your mic on and you are engaging in conversation and like, really kind of coordinating one another it's a completely different it's another level isn't it um and it's yeah. just something i learned recently so i've been gaming since the master system days so it's been a while to get me oh, to that wow. point <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah it definitely brings a whole different uh feel to it once you actually start interacting with other people in the gaming community so trying to transition them so mm -hmm. what what role if any has gaming played in your mental health whether good or bad is there is, is there some kind of association between gaming and um your experience yeah and you know that's a really good um topic to touch on because to be honest with you i think there can be a little bit of both sides to be said about that um starting with the good side you know i do feel like like i said before since i started interacting with people in the community as i game that i've met some really really cool people uh people that i call really good friends you know not just people that i get online and play with and people that i talk to you know very um 
deeply about things that affect me, things that affect them. We've gotten very close. So it helps me to be able to have a place that I can go um, to talk to somebody, to play a game that is relaxing to me, um, to kind of have that to, um, to help me through, you know, some tough times. On the other side of that, you know, I can tend to get a little bit too into what I'm doing online sometimes. And I have to kind of come to myself and say, hey, you know, this is maybe not the healthiest thing. You need to take some time to do some other things. Uh, because it's very easy for me to seclude myself in this because I do enjoy this so, so much. But I think it's important too, um, when you do go through some of those, you know, different mental health types of things to expand the things that you do get involved in. Like, I have to remind myself, you know, I feel better when I exercise. So, you know, get offline, go do some exercising, go spend some time with the family, you know, get outside, do something. So, I mean, I think there's a little bit of both sides to that. But overall, um, the people I've met through gaming and what I do do when I am online does help me a lot and make me feel better about my day. Yeah, moderation is so important. You can't spend all your time gaming and expect to... Mm -hmm have um yeah have a, a strong kind of mental uh mental health because you, you do need to experience you need to need to get outside you need to kind of have um more irl social interactions that kind of thing yes i would completely agree you have to know you know yeah this is great you know this is it's very nice to have this as a hobby to look forward to to you know interact with all the friends that you have on here but you also kind of have to know when to put the controller down and, you know, take care of yourself. Yeah. So. So, Miss Sybil, why, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience or your, your story when it comes to kind of, I guess, your, your low points. And um, so we can kind of try and dig a bit deeper into uh, into ways in which we can we can learn from your experience well um you guys know me a lot of you guys who are in here um you see me from the outside and you know i i do try as earth mode was so kindly pointed out earlier i try so hard to be a very positive person that's how i like to present myself that's how i like people to see me that's how i like to interact with everybody but um, there is a lot that goes on internally with me that you guys maybe don't see that I'd like to take some time to talk about. Um, I do experience severe anxiety. Um, clinically diagnosed, I do have severe anxiety disorder. Um, I do take medication to kind of help, you know, guide that and control that for me. I take steps in my everyday life to try to cope with that, but it is a constant struggle that I don't try to let many people in on. <laughs> uh, even talking about it, honestly, for me is, is a great challenge, um, but even more reason for me to do it. I mean, every day is challenging when dealing with something like that. Um, I have physical symptoms. When I do experience such bad anxiety, it throws me into panic attacks, which I do have daily. Um, I have no specific trigger for these attacks. It just happens. 
Um, I do also experience uh, a lot of depression alongside of this. It kind of all goes hand in hand. I do not actively treat for depression, but throughout my life, I have. I've been to multiple therapies, um, been on multiple medications, trying to curb that. But overall, I'm in a point in my life where I'm able to acknowledge these issues um, that I do have with anxiety and depression. And I try to really conquer it on my own a little bit each day, whether it be talking about it to somebody, um, listening to somebody else's experience with it, trying to come out of my box a little bit on something that I know is a problem for me. Um, These are just things that I do in my everyday life. But yes, it is a constant struggle that I haven't let a lot of people in on. So this for me is, is what I go through. Wow. Thank you for sharing. Um, and it, it's crazy that the, you're not aware of what the, the triggers are or there are no triggers. It just, it just, just happens, which must make it really, really difficult. Yeah. Um, and it's gotten to a point, especially with the anxiety. Um, I don't have social anxiety. I I'm very social. I love to talk to people. I love to have people around me. When these attacks happen, I get embarrassed. So I don't really want people around me at those moments. But in general, I actually like the closeness. I like having people around. Um, When I go out, you know, it it can just, it can be anything. It can be a short drive to the store that sets me off. And anything is a challenge. I don't know what's gonna happen. And I've gotten to a point where I actually fear the physical symptoms of a panic attack. Hmm. Um, and I know that I know that so sometimes you know when these things happen like I'll intentionally try not to take my medication to see if I can control it on my own I I wait until that very last moment until I think you know I'm about to completely fall apart and then I will go ahead and you know medicate but even sometimes I, I get so far gone that it doesn't really even it doesn't even really curve it so I think it's really important just to first off acknowledge what's going on. Um, I know I have anxiety. I'm okay with talking about it now. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's a constant struggle and I really don't know what the triggers are. I, I can relate to it on a, on some kind of level. I, I definitely have suffered from severe anxiety in, in my life I, I would say that mm-hmm. it's nowhere near on a level that you're, you're speaking about um so um yeah thank you so so much for for kind of sharing that with us i wonder yeah absolutely this... like i said i've gotten to a point where you know it helps me to be able to tell other people what i feel when it comes to this every day and i'm okay and comfortable with talking about it with you guys because it's a part of me and um i i do know as difficult as it is i can get through it and i can live with it and you guys can too so do you do you feel like you can ask for help or you have people around you that you can yeah. seek out 
my anxiety actually um, gets to a point where it's so noticeable that everybody that is around me in my immediate life, um, they do know about it. Um, people can see it when it's getting ready to happen for me and people kind of know how to respond to it. Um, sometimes I just have to physically remove myself from the situation and I need a moment just to kind of regain myself. I've gotten a lot better. When it first started, I'll tell you guys, um, it sent me to the hospital. I didn't know what was going on. I was very scared. Um, I, I literally felt like I was dying is, is how I would describe it. Like I was having physical symptoms to the point where I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like my body was shutting down. Um, I didn't know it was a panic attack. I really thought there was something wrong. I went to the hospital. They did every single test they could run on me. Um, and they came to the conclusion that I just developed this anxiety and was having these severe panic attacks out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And ever since that happened, which that was probably shoot. I want to say like eight years ago that it first started. I, I continued to go to the hospital because I just, that wasn't acceptable for me. I knew there had to be something else going on. I, I didn't believe that my mind was doing all this and out of, you know, nowhere, never had it before. Um, but yeah, I've gotten to a point where I have accepted it. I have not done that. I've not been returning, you know, to the hospital. So, I mean, I, I've realized what it is. And it's been so much better than it was when it originally started because at first, you know, your fear is the worst when you really don't know what's going on. Right. Yeah, I think understanding what it is really helps. So, I mean, have you pinpointed a cause or a moment in which, like, psychologically it might have triggered something even if it didn't come until eight eight years ago maybe there was a moment or something that's, that's happened that's kind of created this this fear inside you yeah and honestly i don't know what could have possibly brought it about i do remember the first time i had the physical symptoms of a panic attack um i was at work and I'm, I'm, a, I'm um, in a medical profession. I work for an orthopedic and I was actually developing an x-ray, which I've done every day for the last 15 years. <laughs> uh, so nothing out of the normal there. I went in and I started to develop this x-ray in the dark room, which I'm very familiar with, very comfortable with, nothing, no problems. Um, and I started having these palpitations and it really scared me because I'd never really had palpitations like that before. I mean, I've had, you know, you know, these palpitations when you drink a little bit too much caffeine, you get the jitters, all that. That's fine. But this felt so different. And suddenly my chest began to tighten. Um, I started to feel like I couldn't breathe. And I came right out of the room. I actually messed up the x-ray because I was so panicked to get out of there and uh, reach out for some help. I thought I was having like a heart attack or something. And, you know, they told me, my office manager, she also experiences um, symptoms of anxiety and panic attacks. And she told me she thought I was having a panic attack. And I just kind of looked at her like, you know, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm having a medical emergency. I need to go to the hospital. 
So I did. I went to the hospital and like I said, they did all this workup and everything and they ended up finding out and telling me that it was a panic attack. That's the first time it happened for me. Um, and yeah, it was just really scary and I don't know why, but that's where it started. That's the first moment I can remember it happening. Wow. Yeah, it must have been scary. Especially if it's it comes out in the form of a panic attack, which is like uh, a real physical expression of what an, a severe anxiety is, right? Yes. And a lot of people, you know, I think they hear the word anxiety when, when you don't experience it, I mean, when you really don't have any knowledge of what anxiety disorder is and what a panic attack is. You hear anxiety and you kind of think, because, you know, I was totally numb to this. I had no idea myself. So just speaking from myself, not maybe what you guys think, but I had no idea. When I heard somebody say, you know, okay, I experience anxiety. I'm like, oh, okay, they get anxious in some situations. You know, I, I could see how that would be difficult to feel anxious. Um, but I really didn't think it could be as severe as it is for me. Um, an actual panic attack when you actually get into the moment where you have that, you feel at a total loss. I mean, it, 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 it really does feel like you're dying. It does. Like, that's the easiest way for me to say it. Like, I feel like I can't breathe. I feel like my body is shutting down and there's no help. I don't know what to do. I can't escape it. Um, like, it's the end. Yes, that's a very good way to put it. It just feels like certain pending doom and even when i'm not actually having a physical panic attack i do have daily anxiety that kind of works me up to it like i can't shut my brain off my brain is constantly worrying about things i constantly need to be distracted um to try not to to think about these things that really trigger me into these panic attacks so yeah it's just it's every day and um like i said something i'm aware of but something i have to consciously try to avoid thinking about right so it's, it's the build-up of these thoughts that kind of slowly or not necessarily slowly but kind of gradually get to this point where you're like oh it's coming now do you yeah do you, are you aware of what the, are there, is there a theme for these thoughts? Um, yeah, I, like I said, with the real, with the everyday anxiety, I'm constantly worrying about everything, uh, whether it be worrying about my loved ones. Like I, I always constantly worry something bad is going to happen. It comes with the territory of having generalized anxiety. Hmm. Um, now with that, it just constantly builds and builds and builds to the point that it releases, I guess, as, as the panic attacks that I have. Um, but when I'm getting ready to have a panic attack, I actually feel that moment coming on in my head. I can't, I, that's the hardest thing for me is being able to distract myself and block out and differentiate between what's actually happening around me and from the physical symptoms I'm having from that actual panic attack in that moment. I can feel all those symptoms rising and I can really do nothing to stop it. I'm still, this is something I'm still working on for myself uh, that I find very difficult. I've been to therapy 
for it. Um, that really hasn't helped me. I've talked to, you know, other people who experience this and it seems like a lot of us are in the same boat when it comes to this. It's very difficult. Um, it's okay to talk about it. I mean, that does help, but overall, um, I still struggle with being able to actually control these symptoms when I do start having these panic attacks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you, 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 therapy has not necessarily worked. Um, you've been given medication to try and reduce the number of uh, panic attacks, I guess. Is there anything else that you've been recommended to, to try and that might have worked or that you haven't yet tried but you, you, you're planning to? Yeah, um, throughout this, I mean, as I said, this has been going on maybe eight years or so that I've been having such bad anxiety and such bad panic disorder. Um, I challenge myself daily to do things that I do know that, you know, trigger this. Like if I know, hey, if I go to this certain place, I've had this happen before, I'm afraid to go back, then I make myself go back. And you know, I might have a panic attack. I don't know. I might not, I might, but I will get through it regardless. Regardless of if I do, if I don't have it, as scary as it can be, I will get past that and I will feel better about myself that I did make myself do this. About six years ago, I'd say, maybe five, six years, um, the biggest thing I could do to actually um, challenge myself with the panic was throw myself directly into the worst thing I could think of that would actually make me panic more. So I joined league bowling. Okay. I had bowled before, never on a league level, um, but I, I decided, you know what, this is enough's enough. I'm going to make myself do something, prove that I can do it, and I just dove right into it. And it probably was the best thing I could have done because during that time, I felt amazing. Um, getting out, being involved in that, going there every Friday, knowing that I could and that I was okay, um, really helped my mood overall. Now, I have a young child now. Uh, I haven't been really doing that. So, but that's something I think that we can do. You know, anybody else experiencing these same symptoms of anxiety, panic, depression, whatever it is, just, you know, what, what the worst is, you know, kind of what some of your triggers are. If you can, you know, make yourself kind of proceed in a way where you at least challenge yourself just a little you don't have to go full force like join a bowling league like i mean i know that that is a huge step uh but just little things every day that you don't think you can do if you can try to do something small each day for yourself the rewards of that really help overall with what you're facing so face your fear feels like a yeah, really good for me anyways not to say that it would it, this is for everybody but for me, this has been my experience. And, and when I when I tell you guys this, that's what I'm telling you is, is this is my experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, and I think that's what we want to try and get out of this series is we want to we want to hear from many people like like you who have got different experiences and different ways of coping. Um so the people who do watch and who are in a similar situation might be able to find their own unique way of 
looking to overcome or to deal with um, mm-hmm. these these high these more intense moments that have been difficult to kind of get get through themselves so yeah and i'll tell you guys once we are able to get you know back out and get back around everybody like this pandemic has pandemic i have a friend named pandemic so yeah pandemic has um really been very very challenging for me and i'm sure for a lot of you because being in the house not being able to challenge myself and go out like i'm used to doing it has really gotten me deep into my head guys and it's really hurt my progress with my anxiety a lot um but once we get past this like getting out i I plan to join rejoin the gym uh that's something that i feel really helps me when i work out when i exercise i feel better overall in general so these are things that i do hope to do once you know we get out of this current situation that we're in but this has been very challenging i'm sure for many of you just being cooped up in the house yeah I, I, we were talking at the, the, the beginning of the stream. One thing I like to do is, is yoga. Um, and it's another thing, like, like your exercise, it gets you in the moment and it stops you from maybe thinking too much about the bad things and the negative things and the things that could go wrong. Um, so that's, yes. one of, that's one of my ways in which I try and kind of step out of my mind and into my kind of body, let's say. Um, so yeah and that's a very important thing i think to have something like this have all use all these tools <laughs> see what works for you yeah. you know you never know have you and streaming this just going back to streaming have you ever had or felt like you've had a moment in which on the stream it might happen or you kind of is that another another moment in which you are kind of in in something out of your head and kind of into the moment where um, it, it doesn't bother you? You know, in general, um, it does not bother me at all. I, I usually do not have those moments where it comes up when I'm in stream. Um, I'm usually very okay being social and being around other people. It's probably when I feel most comfortable. Normally for me, these things happen, honestly, when I'm more alone. Uh, than anything else getting out of the house like they even told me that I could be borderline getting to the point of agoraphobia and I don't know if you guys know what that is so I'll just briefly tell you what that is that's when you actually get to a point where you physically do not want to leave your safe place Um, going out anywhere kind of triggers you to have these panic attacks and there are a lot of people that struggle to the point that where they do not leave their homes um, or wherever they feel, you know, most comfortable and, and safest at. And they thought for me, because this was happening so regularly, that maybe I was getting to a point where I was starting to experience that. So that's what made me kind of go out more, <laughs> because I definitely did not want to be at a point where I felt like I could not uh, function every day, even to leave the house, which I feel deeply terrible for people who experience that because yeah that's that's tough and you guys um i'm sure that's that's very hard for anybody that does go through that um but 
gaming wise being on here um i have had it happen um and i've actually had one stream that i can remember specifically where i actually started having such bad physical symptoms of the anxiety that i threw myself into a full-blown migraine as well mondo was here for that i know <laughs> i actually had to leave my stream um, at the time, I told everybody that I had a migraine, which was true, I did, and I had to leave the stream, but uh, also, you guys maybe did not know that was also me kind of getting into that moment where I was about to completely lose it and have a full-blown panic attack, and I did not want anybody to see that. I did not know how I would be able to contain that on stream, uh, so I did get offline. I did close my stream down. So you got out of that situation? Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only time it's ever happened to me on that level. But yeah, that was that was uh, pretty scary. And I think going back to just being in the house and not being able to get out, you know, the symptoms have kind of amplified for me lately. This has been really challenging, not being able to challenge myself on a daily level and get out more. So that was the first time I'd ever experienced that. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing. If we were trying to kind of boil it down into three key kind of outtakes for people listening, what, what would you what would you say they are? Like in reference to being able to help with these certain. I would say yeah. To yeah, um, don't be afraid to talk about it. Um, this is a part of you and don't feel like you need to hide who you are. This is something that, you know, is with you and it is okay. You can talk about it. Um, secondly, this kind of goes hand in hand with being able to talk about it. You are not alone. No matter what you experience, no matter what you are going through, there are many, many people in this world. I can guarantee you who are experiencing if not the exact same thing you are, something very similar. Uh, lastly, I know this is probably the hardest of everything, but kind of try to challenge your disease. Do not let your disease run your life. You know, embrace and acknowledge that you have this, but also be willing to challenge it. Get out and do what you think you can do to kind of combat it and be able to live it. You only have one life. And um, I hope we really all can, you know, do these things to make the best of that. That's amazing. Thank you so much. That's a really good, yes. really good summary, really good learning for people at home to take away. Um, I hope so. I mean it. I mean it. And I, I really, you know, wanted to talk about this not only for me because this does help me a lot to be able to do this but for you guys who are also experiencing it because I know a lot of us are in the same boat with this guys and I really genuinely want a lot of good to come out of this from sharing it as well guys super yeah you've been very open very honest and we are I am very grateful that you've been willing to share your experience with us so thank you thank so you. much um, I do have one last question, mm -hmm. um, slightly more lighthearted. <laughs> so if you were a gaming, if you were a character from any video game, 
who would you be and why? You know, this was the only part I'll, I'll tell you guys, Earth Mode sent me kind of a little, you know, um, spreadsheet, if you will, of what the podcast would be about. And I went through and kind of read everything, but I really didn't put any kind of script to this. I did not really think of any kind of answers to anything he'd be asking because I want it to be completely genuine and in the moment and be able to be completely open with you guys and have it coming from the heart and not something that I kind of sat down and wrote. But this one I did think about because <laughs> I mentioned earlier, I am a variety streamer, but I do play a lot of first person shooter games. So I don't really get to meet a lot of characters from games. Now, one character I have met, um, this is one that's very popular that you all probably know, uh, most of you do. This would be Ellie from Last of Us. Mm, nice. um, I will pick her because she's a survivor. Um, she's not really a fighter, but she can be when she needs to be. And she is all about, you know, caring about herself and she puts others first. She does put other first, even though she cares for herself. Um, all qualities, which I would definitely say I possess, and I really appreciate that character and would say that that is who I will pick for that, would be Ellie. What a great answer. Yes. <laughs> Thank yeah, you. I'm very, I'm very topical. Thank you. Thank you again. This has been amazing. Um, it's been a pleasure Thank having you. you here.